so many guest stars <laughs> and the giggles are already beginning we're right to left and counterclockwise but not to be confused with clockwise i have my oldest and dearest friend lisa fairman the little ginksy boinksy herself she's visiting and she's not going to speak because she just she wants already to said to she's not speaking. yeah she's jesse's personality type she's just gonna sit here and laugh then we got soul she also ashley the gravy Englefield DeWitt. She says she's not going to talk. She says that every time. She swears she's not going to. She's at the other end of the table. We'll see. She's so far. If you do speak, you're going to. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. It's me. Okay. Then you have Grandma Jessica Miller yes. back in the studio. She made a strawberry shortcake. It was so good. Oh. And I feel so tired. Okay. And then finally, the guest that we anticipate talking, maybe, yeah. maybe not, Dr. <laughs> Uncle Tina Jervis. You may know her as Dr. Uncle Tina 333. She's here. <laughs> it's her first pot appearance. Yeah. She got so serious during the interviews that she had her pen up to her head trying to look like a focus. <laughs> Welcome, Jervis. Hi. <laughs> First, we have to talk about the menu. Oh my god! And everything we've been doing up until this point. I've never. Oh, this is episode fifty-eight, them. by the way. Yeah, in case you for those know, of you keeping track, everyone is very serious about. If, yeah. I, if they don't say what number it is, then I'm not listening. How do they? How can they focus? Yeah, I guess so. That. I'm full. So we had we took it hard. A nice little spread. This is yeah. Catherine's first first big country dinner. Yeah, first big hosting yeah. gig. Yeah, and I've got the chairs. And by mm -hmm. the chairs, I mean the lawn chairs. <laughs> we are ready. But we had BLTs. Yes. My favorite sandwich. Now that yes. we've all eaten, do you want to know how many pounds of bacon that we cooked? Oh Tell, and that we <laughs> ate every bit of it. How many? Six. Three. <laughs> three packages. How many How many pounds come in a package? A pound, usually. Okay. So three yeah. pounds. Took it down. Between, I mean, there's Also, a there lot were of two us. pieces of bacon that didn't cook up like the rest of them. And I was going to stick them back in with the other bacons that didn't cook up like the rest of them. But then I was mm -hmm. like, well, there's really only two, so they'll be fine. Mm -hmm. You know, they are still the last <laughs> are two those pieces. The two left? Laying out there looking like a gross, old, sad, not well enough cooked. We all picked around them every time. The bacon looked so good, though. It, it, well, those You're were the pieces. The Those guys. were the easy losers. Yeah. Well, there were two easy losers, <laughs> and they're still sitting there. Uh, yeah, three different kinds of bacon, too. Yeah. I mixed it up. So I ate one and a half BLTs. Yes. So did you, Because I, I made I you your half. Yes. It was delicious. We also had potato salad. Davide's potato salad that Laura made. Yeah. And it was her best batch ever. Thank you. She was nervous it didn't have enough salt. She brought it up 12 times. But and you I don't think, think it, it did? Was well, I solved it an extra. It didn't did it. I don't like more, but sure didn't. No, I thought it was perfect. Um, and then Ashley made two salads. Double salad. Not one. She said, What can I bring? I'm like a green salad, obvi. And then she made two. She made watermelon. She made mint, arugula, feta. And then she made uh, lemon vinaigrette. 
And then the other one was the staple with the strawberries, the red onions, the field greens, goat, goat cheese. Yeah. She brought two different exotic cheeses. I know. She's very exotic. <laughs> she doesn't miss this beat. Fairman was like, I like the looks of those salads. And I was like, yeah, just get ready. Any salad she brings, it'll knock your socks off. Jesse and I shared a nice buttery Chardonnay, which unpopular opinion, Wait, Chardonnay is Chardonnay. amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you like the nice party? Or, yeah, you hated it. You know what it is? Chardonnay gets a nice buzz flowing, and that's why I can't get ever get deep enough in it. Oh, you know, it's buzz so flowing. good! Mm -hmm. I just don't like it. it. Makes me very thirsty. It makes me yeah. cry. You throw a couple. <laughs> almost yeah. every you time. throw a couple ice cubes in there, mm -hmm. and you're it's drunk not, within one glass. Let's not pretend it's a rosé, okay? No, you do. I throw an ice cube in every glass of wine. Well, who, yeah, I do too. Yeah. Red, but I'm just saying it's not going to be in the summer. I will ice okay. a red down. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd ice a white. You'd ice a white. Always. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Always. Jesse you're Wong. a traditionalist when it comes to the reds. You want to yeah. room temperature mm -hmm. and to be a little like blood. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a creepy way. It's just like what temperature you want. <laughs> and to be a little like blood. That's hot. That's like 98 degrees. <laughs> Fahrenheit. <laughs> Also made strawberry shortcake. Oh, that was really good. Uh, so we're a little drunk or very full. Yeah, I just shouldn't have had the ham sandwich extra. <laughs> okay. Topics first things first. Before we get night. into your topics, yes. we do have to figure out Fairman's brunch name and Jarvis's yes. brunch name. Yes, and yes. And frankly, grandma's brunch name. We talked about it though, but grandma doesn't one. want one. She's grandma, and that is incredible encompassing of all brunches and she's good with it okay yeah she she settled at first she was like i'm offended should i have one no mm -hmm. i shouldn't i feel good about it actually i'm the most special because i don't have one mm -hmm. full circle okay okay this little one mm. uh, french toast stick yeah <laughs> No, French, French toast, 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 toast. <laughs> I don't think we need to talk about it. Moving on. <laughs> As in every step that rumbled out of your mouth, I felt happier. And when you ended with stick, yes, she's my little French toast stick. Yes. You're the size of them from Burger King. Yes. <laughs> Okay. My mom makes those for well, my kids every time they sleep over. She makes French toast and then well, cuts them up like that. Oh. <laughs> and Fiona's peeps. Yes. yes. It all comes full circle. Okay. So now we talk about mm -hmm. old Uncle Jarvis. We have a few things in the mix that, that Jesse and Ashley came up with, and you maybe came up. There's a lot of good contenders. There's some good ones. And no Is there particular... anything you're feeling like out of the gate? I have some favorites, but I don't. Okay. I would like okay. others' opinions in no particular order, but in order of some of my favorites. Yep. Steel cut overnight oats. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. That was a fantastic. Chatting. I think it's the steel cut. <laughs> and the overnight. I didn't even know overnight steel cut overnight oats were a thing, but oh, it's it okay. feels good for you. I also. We talked about dry toast. Yeah, burnt, burnt <laughs> toast. Dry toast. I said she said burnt toast. <laughs> I said avocado toast. 
avocado, avocado toast. toast. Mm-hmm. We said everything bagel. Yeah, with locks. With, with locks. locks. Yeah, yeah, which feels authentic to your heritage. It yes. does. And yeah. like, we don't have anybody that's a bagel. Mm-hmm. A bagel. <laughs> a bagel. We don't have a bagel. And we don't have any fish-related items other than the clam. That's true. <laughs> Not your go-to and brunch Kate, choice. Caitlin is but... a clam cake, which is a little bit more of a soft delicacy, but uh-huh. it could take you hard locks. Mm-hmm. Caper? Yeah, of course. Do you know I heard on so a no, podcast? Maybe your name's just Caper. I, I didn't know this. <laughs> because Ashley makes the smoked salmon. Do you know you're supposed to put the capers under the salmon? Oh, the, that makes sense. The salmon acts as a blanket. And I was like, the woman on the podcast was Jewish. She's like, any Jew knows you put the cream cheese, then the capers or the sour cream. Then the, the salmon is the blanket. You need We've been sour- doing it this wrong the whole time. What about all the other stuff? Oh, under. Oh, no. Under. Sour cream goes on top of the baguette. Then the capers and, and the eggs gently sit on top okay, of the Okay, I've watched you blanket, assemble your crostini and you've and never you done the it this way. On top. I don't want to call you out. I don't want to start a fight. <laughs> but I've never seen you blanket it. I've eaten seven salmon. <laughs> I think that I've eaten them all that way. I always use the sour cream. I do it on top like a bozo. I always put everything on top of the salmon and then it falls off. Well, you gotta use the sour cream first because then it holds everything. All else. right. Papers lay in it That's like a genius. bed. The so this was instinctive it. to you. Well, apparently, I'm a liar. So <laughs> in my heart, it feels like what I do, but now my friend says no. Well, you never told me about it. Well, you could have watched me eat seven <laughs> salmons and watched my technique. And as you're spilling capers everywhere, maybe Jarvis's name, you haven't decided. Maybe you could have looked at how I was doing it and seen my clean workspace and known that it was fine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you think? Feels right. What about just caper? <laughs> Jarvis, the toast? No, caper. I, I liked toast. I liked burnt toast. I liked any toast reference. You can have toast any way you want it. You're saying. Just like Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to be a toast, I think you should be a pumpernickel or something. Oh. More substantial. What's your favorite kind of toast? Just toast. Like a wheat. <laughs> and this is why like her wheat. name is still cut overnight oats. What kind of bread? If you if you're at a diner, they got all the breads. What do you pick? A challah or a sourdough. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I like still but- cut overnight oats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, it it's is your a mouthful, and it's. You do have to feel good about it before any of the rest of us have, have to care about it. Have Except other for hot people, water with lemon. I we don't have any toast. But have, have other no people gotten to decide their name? Yeah. You always, oh, yeah, man. you always have the opportunity. But sometimes the name chooses you, French toast stick. Sometimes. <laughs> <Right>. Sticky buns, <laughs> my yeah. sister. Sticky buns. Yeah. The continental, the club, <laughs> the cereal. Michelle has a lot of names and she's yeah. constantly okay. lobbying yeah. and not lobbying. And that's how she has a lot. So. It's really up to yeah, you. I kind of think French toast stick needs to pick mine because I put oh, turds. Oh, all right. Fairman, yeah. you have choices. You can, <laughs> you can think about it. Toy, you, you get to- toast. 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 Oats. Locks. Locks. Bagel and locks was my initial 
like response when I saw the text chain. Mm-hmm. Notice I never responded because no. I didn't want to commit, but that felt, you know, authentic. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you eat the most of? Toast. <laughs> toast. <laughs> Here we wind up back at toast, which is why Jarvis's name is not the toast, the burnt toast, the avocado toast, it's just toast. toast. <laughs> yeah. So I think toast. <laughs> <laughs> She yeah, shall be yeah. named Toast. Doctor, Uncle, <laughs> Tina, Jarvis, three, 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 Toast. <laughs> oh, three, 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 Toast. I feel good about it. I like okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Toast. And I feel like what when you finally name? start making your pottery, a piece of toast will be an easy thing for you to make. Oh my gosh, she could do a whole toast theme. Yeah. Yeah. She you could make- do a little butter dish. Uh-huh. You know, all sorts oh. of little dishes. Yeah, Maybe my toast. pottery like company would be named Toast. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <gasps> and I make like yeah. toast. And it can plates. be like yeah. pottery. A butter and dish. Underneath. Did you yeah, say that? By toast. Pottery. Ramekins. Look at what she wrote out. <laughs> toast. You started yeah. that before we started. Yeah. <laughs> and this whole time we debated your name and written in bubble letters. Toast, period. Yes, Winkles. Yes, I'm the idiot. Yes, I've been staring at you. Jokes on all of us. She was, she was doodling. I thought it was just like seven minutes later, but in reality, she was writing her name in a, a license plate. Will you get vanity plates? Yeah. Now for your just car, toast. Just toast. or like yeah, V T S T. And if toast. <laughs> People be like, oh, we did that stands for tremendous super tit. She's like, no, it's just a toast. My name on my podcast, I have a new segment called Talk of Toast. (laughs) Well, Oh, <laughs> never, never. Okay, so Toast is here, and that means that she's getting personalized plates. And uh, well, you get a red Camaro too. Uh, so nice, absolutely. Oh, well, that's fun. Uh, I have one, one new favorite Sex and the City quote to yes. bring to this week that I found in the last. Tell me. Um, it's bullshit, Carrie, and you know it. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that is <laughs> bullshit, Carrie. Know it. She goes out to L.A. She's like, oh, and he's gonna he's like, make a I'm big a movie about her life, and he's like, I'm no, I'm big, and she's like, what? I'm playing big. She's like, okay. He's like, so why is Carrie so fucked up? And she's like, that's me. Yes. <laughs> and then she tries to just play it off and he gets all, he's in her space. Yeah. So hard. And then he says. That's a good episode. It's bullshit, Carrie. Katie know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That episode that. is amazing. Yeah. We've ripped through. Uh, we're you now, have made really good yeah. headway. She just encountered. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was Michael. Oh my God. Michael just went from our back porch in through another 
part, which confused me too. I saw the shadows. I thought it was the <laughs> <laughs> What was even better is that I watched Ashley. I knew it was probably Michael. I watched Ashley get up, freak out. We're all right. It's just Michael. Oh. So you're on like season three? No, four. we just started season four. She just re uh, encountered Aiden at the big scout opening. Oh. Looking like a hottie putati. Looking like a snack. Saying, is that all you could carry? Mm-hmm. Carry? Yeah. <laughs> you heard me, Toast. You heard me. Hang your mouth. What shut. is Michael's favorite episode so far? Oh, gosh. You know? You know, he hasn't said. Yeah. But now I need to know. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've told him when we've, like, when we watched the Chicken Wing episode, I said this is Soul's favorite when we watched. I love that yeah, one. Yeah. Hot Child in the City. Uh-huh. Fiesta Fireworks. I mm-hmm. said this is Laura's mm-hmm. favorite. Um, everybody the, outside. Uh, everybody else. <laughs> we watched the Wrangly Ass Horse. I said this may be my favorite. But I don't think he's declared a favorite episode yet. Well, Um, maybe you guys could, you know, connect on that. I'll I'll circle back. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, In other news, Beth Owens' husband has another hilarious quote for, he didn't even know we gave him the shout out on the pod about um, Pancake and Poncherelli. (laughs) But she said, Josh, just now at dinner, you still listening to uh, the Triscuits and the Spam? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, good one. So then she made a shout out for him and he got all embarrassed and weird and I liked it. That is a good one. Um, Okay. What do you got in your little notebook for us? What kind of topics you got for this one? I wanted to talk about Yellow Jackets. Yes, you're really into it. Which is the show that I'm watching. Oh, yeah. No takers at this table. You guys. I know. It it's is really so good because it's just Michelle like. Michelle watches it and the Pancake Sisters watch it. All right, Michelle, let's get a series review, show yeah. review. Yeah. Uh, get a serial review on Yellow Jackets. Well, that would be great. What channel is it on? It's on Showtime. Okay, write it in your notes. Showtime. I, <laughs> I had to subscribe to Showtime to watch it. That shows you. You're going to share it. What's so, it about? It's about a group of high school girls. They're on a soccer team. They're like all state going to nationals soccer team and they are on a flight to nationals and it crashes <laughs> in the Oregon wilderness. Okay. So the plane crashes and they're in there, they're in the woods like in a year and a half and all sorts of crazy stuff Weird goes stuff down. Happens. It's like cannibalism, sat- lesbianism, Satanism, Satanism. What other items isms? Just black, blackmail, <laughs> murder, affairs all the it's stuff. all the stuff and it's just like really it's just really addictive and okay. she I, said it's very scary it's creepy oh. it's dark i don't know if i can watch it it sounds like yeah the way that you talk about it makes me feel like if you're that scared i don't think i'm cut out for it i'm probably not either well it, it makes me think of that one show i'm not gonna know the name describe it yeah that there's a <laughs> toast that crashes on an island and there's all those people and lost. they Lord of the Flies lost. Right? Oh. Is it lost? It well, no, there's lost, no cannibalism. Lost way. Well, and Lost never right? got that dark. Like this show is pretty dark, oh, pretty gruesome. 
like Lost was still like cable TV, right? So they couldn't no, it go was on, to uh, ABC. Was it, it was real white? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. it couldn't just like get they a... toyed with things, but then they'd just forget about them and be like, like "What was no, the smoke?" Seems yeah. like did we just, ever find no. out what the smoke was Mm-mm. in Lost? They couldn't see things through. They were just coming up with it as each episode. Well, like, like let's forget the smoke it. ever happened. If yeah. you want to compare the darkness to another show. What would the other show be? Mm. What about that Haunted Hill one you watched? Is it darker than that? Mm. Scarier than that? That is more. I mean, that was pretty scary. That you the told haunting me you sleep for of Hill House. Weeks. You told me not to watch. <laughs> yeah, it. don't watch the Haunting of Hill House. That was scarier. <laughs> that scared what about American me. American Horror Story. I never watched that. Okay. Don't start off scary, mm. but then once you know what's happening, you're not scared. Yeah. This I'm, one has a little campiness to it that offset some of the darkness but it's still pretty creepy okay i don't know what to compare it to well i've never seen it and that's the the thing about it like it's christina (laughs) ricci you guys remember julia (laughs) lewis you don't have anything else and she always is just playing herself like a total weird but awesome like she's so odd um i like julia lewis yeah she's great yeah it's really good. I don't okay. know what to to compare it to. Okay. Have you finished it? Where are yeah, you in it? Oh. I finished season okay. one. There's one season. There's, they were it. they yeah they were nominated for an Emmy. Oh. Um, along with Dope Sick, which I'm in the middle of. Uh, yeah. So good. And what was the other one? Hacks. I haven't started, but that's another one you that know, I've heard. I tried to watch Hacks, and I think it was entertaining, but it didn't suck me in. No. Or right. maybe it was just my mood. Yeah, you know, could be. I can be known to flit into a program and then have a very hard time going back to it. Like I'll forget all about it. So okay, I think that's just what happened with hacks in me. Um, what else? Are, are you watching? watching? Uh, that's basically it. I really only have the capacity for like one show at a time. Same. We're Ryan Sex and the City. Hold. Hold. That's yeah. what Michael said. Yeah. There's no room for anything else. <laughs> no, because why would there be room for anything else until it's over? Nothing else is as good and nothing else is as easy. It's like 23 minutes. Sure. We'll watch another one. What do we got to lose? Um, okay. The other thing that we were going to talk about, do you have any other shows you want to talk about? No, because you just seem very dismissive. <laughs> so, uh, well, I had a question. Yeah. How many seasons, <laughs> How many seasons is Sex in the City? Six. Oh. And how many episodes per season? Um, just depends on how much joy they decide to give you. But let me just put it this way. We started watching it about three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we are already in the middle of season four. It's really easy. Okay. And we just watch a few a night mm-hmm. and 73 each week. <laughs> <laughs> and all weekend, only sex in the face. Basically, if I'm breathing and alive, I'm watching it, but it's really easy to get through. Yep. Yeah. Got it. I don't know. In the beginning, I feel like there were only like maybe 10 episodes, but then like, now it's like 17, 18. Like mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot more, but don't get mm-hmm. down and out yeah. about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, we do want to assign that to Fairman to rewatch Sex, Sex in the City. Yeah. yeah. She's going to need to watch it from start. Yeah. Michael's mm-hmm. going to give her the HBO password. Thank you. Because mm-hmm. her husband doesn't believe in cable, I think. So mm-hmm. she's going to have a hard time convincing him, but we've got her. We've got, got her, her covered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she can watch it all the way home. Um, and then after Adam goes to bed, watch it under the covers. It's fine. All right, so we were going to talk about Leo season. Yes. And and I'm not prepared. God damn it. But I will be. <laughs> you got something? Yeah, I did a quick Google while we were talking. You ready? Yeah. I'm 
I just didn't like prepare. I know that I said I was going to prepare, mm -hmm. but I ran yeah. out of time because of I was having my first dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I do know about the Leo. Uh -huh. And so what do you know I feel it? like I could talk about what the sign of Leo probably means for us. Is anyone here a Leo? No. No. Merchelle is a Leo. Yeah. Um, Leos, I happen to think, are a delight. Mm -hmm. They are always fun and easy to be around. And um, they tend to be even a little more center stagey sometimes than Michelle is. But, um, yeah, I just like them. The clam's a Leo. Yeah. Of course she is. Um, She's a perfect the, Leo. That makes perfect sense. What did we decide Colleen was? Shrimp and Grits uh -huh. is a Leo. Stella is a Leo. Stella Baby's a Leo. My sister's a Leo. Really? When's her birthday? August 14th. Yeah, so they said, feel good. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. A lot, little saucy. Yeah. A little mm -hmm. spicy. Very much so. But they're not as like, like an Aries is like, is that you? <laughs> no, you're not an Aries, are yeah. you? Yeah. Tell me you're about me. Pisces. Uh, no. Yeah, you are. Nope. No, because she's Straight late. Aries. She's end of March. Wait a minute. Were you born late? <gasps> no. Early? 30th? 31st. I don't, I don't know. Ask your mom if you were supposed to be born in the middle of March. I think you're a Pisces. I don't think you're an Aries. I think you... Wait, you what's an Aries? You Wait. shout out of your mom's vagina at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. But tell her I said that. And, I'm, and I'm, we're going to have to talk about it. Which well, Aries she was are just late. very like... They're the first sign of the zodiac, and they're very, very like headstrong and like. I mean, I feel like you are much more Pisces-like and fish-like oh. and go with the flowy than an Aries. Yeah, Pisces are really emotional. Yeah, and so are you. Oh, in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Is she emotional? I think you're emotional. Do you not think you're emotional? No. Interesting choice. Yeah. Now I'm wondering if I've typed you wrong. What's her type? Well, I thought she was an ENFP. <clears throat> Extroverted, intuitive, feeling, perceiving. So I think that's right. I think I actually swap. This is going to be hard to admit. Yeah. The E and the I. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like my alone time. Well, you do. Yeah. Um, and as do I. Yeah. But I think it recharges me. Okay. I don't know. So that's, I mean. Because this is, Yeah. ENFPs and INFPs, unlike other things where it's like the extroverted one and the introverted one are very different, they're very similar. Yeah. I think Stella's an INFP, so. Okay. Stella's an I? Uh-huh. I don't think so. An introvert? You have such a weird mm -hmm. opinion of introverts all the time. No, I don't have a bad opinion of introverts, but I think Stella's more social than Fiona. It's not socialness as much as it is like Stella spends a lot of her time looking, walking around by herself and singing to nature and like she doesn't I did need that as people a kid too. around her all the time which is and I think okay <laughs> I mean I did that as a kid too I just feel like she when we're in social situations she like 
thrives in it. She yeah. loves it. Yeah. She's like entertaining. But and... I know a lot of introverts that do really well in social settings, but in order to recharge, they have to disconnect and like take yeah. their alone time. Both like you. Them. Look yeah, at you... all of them at this table. Yeah. We're surrounded by a bunch I of I understand that. I mean, I get the concept. I just feel like she's not. Yeah. Well, you she's know your her. baby. You would yeah. know better than me. What age do people? I just want her to be an INFP because it's my secret soulmate, but now it's Jarvis. Tell Stella I'm done with her. Tell Stella I'm going away together. I mean, what age did? What age does this really firm itself up? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the thing about personality types too is, in theory, if you take it when you're like a child and you take it again when you're grown up, it should be the be same. Be the same. Hmm. I don't know. I might, I'll get my kids to take it. Yeah. Circle back. Yeah, circle back. Um, anyway, Aries. Yes. Not Pisces, but maybe Pisces. Yeah. I'll talk to my mom. Okay. Birth certificate may be wrong. Thank you for the follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a thorough recap. <laughs> we do need to know what time you were born. Because um, that was your other homework assignment. Yeah. I'm doing a lot. I'm entertaining guests. <laughs> Day in and day out. Lisa leaves tomorrow. My parents come in. What do you want from me? <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so what, more do you want to know? You want to know what women's yeah women's health mag.com says about Leo mm -hmm. season? Oh, I thought you just pulled up a random article because you were so disappointed that I hadn't done any research that you were like, well, here's an article <laughs> from women's health.mag. Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was about the moon. I thought it was just like something yeah. we could talk about. <laughs> it's about Leo season. All right. All right. The season starts on July 23rd and ends on August 22nd. Interesting choice. Okay. It will <laughs> inspire you to soak up all the fun the summer has to offer. See? Yeah. Uh -huh. Leo season impacts all zodiac signs, but Leo, Aquarius, and Taurus will feel it the most. Oh, no wonder you're so saucy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you're just gonna feel your fun the most. Yeah, that's the lesson. It'll want. It'll make you want to squeeze every last drop out of summer. Mm -hmm. um, let's see what this says. Mm -hmm. The goal is getting in fun. Okay, you want to know what you can expect for your zodiac sign? Yeah. All right. Well, listen, we probably I'm, should have looked up moon rising and sun rising though well, for probably. more accuracy. <laughs> I did uh, listen to a podcast. I forgot. I did do research. Oh, I you did? I just didn't do enough. But yes, I did do some research that do says your... Wait, I'm going to think about this. <laughs> 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 just rubbing off of me. <laughs> it says your moon rising is who you are on the inside. And your sun... This, whatever the planet your son was in when you were born is what you're like on the outside to people. And those are oh. even more reliable than your actual mm -hmm. horoscope. And if you feel like your mm -hmm. whole life you've been reading a horoscope that doesn't mm -hmm. jive with you, then it's probably because you need, you're like much more mm -hmm. relating to your son or your moon. What son. does that mean? What's your moon and what's your son? The time you were so born? So if you picture like, you know, everything rotates around the sun, mm -hmm. but Based on where you're standing, you could see Michael in the hallway as a ghost or, <laughs> or see a record. You know, your perspective can shift what you're able to see. 
And so the energy that of where the planets are in conjunction to the sun mm -hmm. and the moon can very much drive a ton about personalities and all sorts of things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So even though you're, you know, sign is your sign. What do you, <laughs> candids. Um, your moon sign and your sun sign are, can be even more reliable for actually. Moon and rising. Moon and rising. So sun I, sign is your actual sign. Sun sign, yes. Okay. And then moon is what your emotions, your moods, and your feelings are. Mm -hmm. And then your rising is the mask you present to people. There are two really good apps. Mm -hmm. The pattern mm -hmm. in CoStar, that if you enter where you were born, day, time, time. gives it all to you. And it will send you like okay, things. Okay. So co-star, go. Go, Jarvis, the pattern. Drop in. Stacy Morris also had another one that she told me about. That's a good one to plug in your stuff. And it told me a lot of interesting things. I don't remember what it is now. Okay. okay. Very good then. Um, basically, <laughs> thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine, for all your research. Oh. <laughs> The gist of the, the I have never felt <laughs> I made a nice meal for my London time. I have a meeting in four hours. Bullshit, Gary, now it. Disappointed. She tried to say, What else she got? Speaking of disappointed. Yeah. Uh, I listened to Beyonce's new album. I wanted you to be like, if you were to yourself. <laughs> I'm on London time. Um, I just don't, I don't know if it's just because that's the first time I, I'm hearing it. She has a new album? Yes. Well, you know how I feel about Beyonce. Laura, welcome to the rest of us. No, you got, no, she's you guys are in the minority. She's never been good. You are in it. the minority. Do you like her? You probably like her. I did and then I didn't. I didn't trust her, and uh -huh. now I love her. Okay. Jesse just thought Jesse was worried about the Illuminati. Then I did trust her. Now I love her. And I Watch hate Homecoming and call me back. Everyone us. loves her. She's incredible. Homecoming. She's an amazing artist. Lemonade was spectacular. I know you tried to make me love it, was, it and I didn't understand oh, it. It wasn't oh, for me. Oh, I'm not that oh, angry. Oh, <laughs> it was so good. Here she goes with her. <laughs> weird it's very like there's like a 90s pop vibe on some of them have you heard break my soul like I that's the I one love and love i like that <laughs> you guys like actually i love that one yeah. if you listen oh, you gotta listen to it like four times and then you're like you know break my soul you know break my soul yeah you'll get into it, it. sounds like everybody it sounds like lady gaga in um <laughs> <laughs> in, um, what's the movie? A Star is Born when she's like, what's the <laughs> Nothing else can heal me. <laughs> you know the one. It's horrible. <laughs> Not that one, but everyone. Um, okay. Well, I'm sorry about Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can bring that to your next pod where people like to talk about her. <laughs> oh my god! So what else you got? Uh, what else you got? <laughs> Tell us what you got. I'm All right, I got. I have an exercise. 
I've been yeah. sitting on this one for a while, but I thought it would be a fun little group session. Okay. So does everyone have a, a paper and a pen? I've got extra. All right. So I went to this um, this we don't session have pens, so it even a few matter. a few months ago. And I think I mentioned it on one of the episodes a few a few months back where it was like a, a session with my WPO group and it was this woman from the Positive Foundry uh-huh. and she basically like owns a company that teaches seminars on wellness and happiness. And so she did this whole session with us on like happiness and you know how to be happy and she had some interesting stats. She said 16% of the population is flourishing. Oh, this was the flourishing in language. Yes. Yeah. So okay. flourishing means you have peace with your past, you're confident in your future, and you're living with joy in the present. 16 or 16? 16. Okay. Um, 33% of the population is languishing. And then 50% of the, 51% of the population is just meh. Meh. Neither. Neither one, just kind of existing. That makes me sad. Does it help if Toast draws happiness and <laughs> she's ready? Well, I do have a question. Yeah. Is the goal happiness or is it content and like calm, right? Because mm-hmm. like happiness feels big. Well, so it. she says that happiness depends on three things. Well, actually, there's a, b- a bunch of different models for flourishing, one that I'll talk about. But she said... Happiness mainly depends on three things, alignment, contentment, and control. Okay. So it's it's obviously feeling content, but then feeling like you have control over it and feeling like there's alignment with like your Values. own purpose. Yeah. yeah. But there's a model for flourishing. Have you guys heard of PERMA-V? No. So it's like a, um, ac- no, not an acronym. Yeah, acronym right? Where each mm-hmm. letter stands for something else. So PERMA-V, the P is positive emotions, what makes you feel good. The E is engagement, what flow activities make you lose track of time. The R is relationships, who brings you peace and support. The M is meaning, what is important and worthwhile to you. A is accomplishment, what are your goals? And then V is vitality, um, your health, so sleep, um, eating well, etc. Okay. So PERMA-V, And then the three things that I mentioned, but um, she had us do this exercise. I mean, she talked a lot about different happiness theory. Um, There's like, there's so many books written on it. It's actually insane. Like, this is not something that comes naturally. And there's actually a lot of like studies that show it's not like genetic. It's really like a choice, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but we did this exercise that I thought would be fun. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. First part of the exercise and then everyone can share. Okay. Okay. What are three things you could do this week? If you consistently, if you consistently did week over week would make you truly happy. So what are three, let's start with what are three things you could do this week that would make you truly happy? Three things you could do this week. To make you truly happy. What if I feel like it's a trap? What it's if I'm not already happy? Like, what if I don't feel like there's like three conditional things I have to do to be happy? I'm in a really good place right now. Well, Can I just may, why don't you write down the three things that make you happy? Okay. What are the three, or maybe the three things that you can you consistently do week over week that would make you All happy? All right. Thanks for reframing. Sure. <laughs> happy to. 
Can I just listen? You don't have it in you? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> All right. We're writing. We're writing. We're writing. Uh, what are three things? Hmm. Be specific if you can. Problem at all. Well, that's the oh, other Rob. thing. Doctor Laura, Dr. Laura yes. she's still around. They talk about too. Um, the more specific you are with things, like not just cooking makes me happy, but cooking with. My friends drinking a glass of wine, like being very specific, like that's helpful. Um, so I'm going to be more specific. All right. All right. Who's ready? I'll go first. Okay. Because I'm not going to exercise a little bit, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to be a short episode, you guys. <laughs> just thought of funny stuff Don't so me. that I'm gonna make it funny first number one toast moves in and mows my lawn <laughs> well she has to do it every week yeah that would make me happy. Every, week. every week I'll make that I'm in okay number wearing that flannel <laughs> <laughs> number two soul speaks for three things <laughs> that's fine week over week number three Fifi Beerman lives in my chambers forever. <laughs> All right. I, I'll, I'll commit to the next one. You're uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to come up with real ones. I don't have a real one. It was just jokes. <laughs> She's Jarvis. So <laughs> Moving so, on. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to say the first three that came to mind. Okay. Because I feel like that's probably what they are. But then I got deeper. So art, any kind of art. Uh-huh. So doing an art class. Snuggling with my babes or like watching them grow, do something fun, new, adventurous, and then laughing with friends. I feel like those are like mm. are good ones. And now I feel bad about those making those. <laughs> also, I will <laughs> I will mow your lawn. I, I expect it every week. That's why I put it on my list. I love that. And are those things that you feel like you get to do? Yeah. Regularly? Every week? Probably. I mean, I think the pandemic really um, took away laughing with friends. Like, I think I stopped seeing a lot of friends, but laughing with yeah. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Here I, so this will, you guys, this will energize me for a while. Yeah. Yes. Can you carry it from this week to like a, a couple other weeks? Just you can listen to it forever. <laughs> it goes on forever and ever You guys and are going to get a spike Every time in this you're down. episode. Yeah. <laughs> We welcome all spikes. Yeah. We don't care if it's people but, listening over and over. No, that's fine. But I think to the point of being specific, you need to be in person, laughing, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Here yep. once a week. Yep. Mowing her lawn. I like that. And laughing. <laughs> and laughing. While mowing the lawn. Snuggling with your babes while you're here mowing the lawn. <laughs> I'll have them picking weeds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and building pottery. Mm-hmm. Jesse, what about you? Oh, they're not very specific. I got that memo at the end of my life. So. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is uh, being fulfilled with my own self, being, which means being a good person and uh, an honest person, um, giving myself gratitude and loving myself. 
The second one is checking off lists, making sure I'm completing tasks day to day. The third one is helping others, feeding and sat and satisfied. That oh, felt very Those specific. are very <laughs> that felt She's like, I'm not specific at all. Like, I think you just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jess, you got an A plus. I'll take a C. I'll take a C for mine. <laughs> she had a goddamn knuckle. She's like, number six and final. I will do this every day until I die, and there is nothing else I need to contribute to this world. Love, Jesse. Love. <laughs> Well, right now, I have to say number one for me, being here in Ohio is, is visiting with my friends and family Aww. because I just don't get that opportunity. So mm -hmm. uh, number one for me this week um, and next. And then I'd say in the summer months for me, just spending time with my boys and my husband because um, we're so busy during the, the school year. Um, yeah. My husband and I being in education and, and you know, our old boys getting older and wanting to kind of pull away. And so we've been um, making that a purposeful thing to do together is spend time together. And I'm never, never, never there. Okay. <laughs> so stretching, stretching, stretching every morning. Stretching. <laughs> every morning. Every morning. Sweet baby stretch. What stretches? Well, I just try to do like, you know, yoga, Pilates, like just to get my body moving because I have kind yeah. of back and neck pain. Because so. yes. she carries too much on her shoulders <laughs> and neck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Told her earlier. <laughs> All right. So now a, I'll do real ones do so that Laura list? doesn't leave here. We did zero prep tonight. All right. We'll talk about it off air. <laughs> sitting on my screen and porch every morning and every night like watching the sunrise watching the sunset mm -hmm. is very very therapeutic um i this week would like to get my house a little bit more organized so that i'm not still working in this spot which then makes it so that michael better can't go anywhere in the house without me being like michael I'm <laughs> awful. so um that would make me happy and um, what is that week over week like long term? I mean, I guess. Well, yeah, because this is going to be a little bit of a project. Yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. going to take a while to get her together. Um, and then final. What's the third one for me? What are three things you could do if you did consistently week over week would make you truly happy? Watch Sex in the City with Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you are doing i'm doing it right now i'll come up with a new one when we're done but maybe it goes on to infinity um no i mean that's like like my favorite part of the day is like when we just sit and relax and like watch a little bit of a program before mm -hmm. i go to bed at nine yeah like an old lady <laughs> partying tonight people yeah. um, so you're on a school night i know are you gonna I survive know. but i feel like 
I've, you know, your question about is contentment and happiness, like, is that the same thing? Is it a different thing? Right. Do we just all think that happiness is something different than contentment? I think it's probably the same. And I feel like I just try to like feel that every day yeah. as much as I can. Yeah. Well, is the, is flourishing, like if we were going to change the language, is flourishing the same as contentment no yeah i see it as growth yeah but i see flourishing as like growing and changing flourishing and... is like a real glow up yeah. yeah i don't but i don't even see flourishing it's as thriving happiness. i think it's right. thriving and i think the difference is like um hold on let me flip flip back to my notes i think the difference is i mean they say flourishing is peace with our past confidence in our future living with joy in the present yeah I don't know. I mean, it sounds above happiness. Almost. It sounds above contentment too. Yeah. Yeah. It's flourishing. But it sounds attainable, right? It sounds like you are regularly working to achieve it. Yeah. Which feels good. Yeah. Because happiness feels like an ultimate goal, whereas flourishing feels like you're taking steps to get somewhere. Yeah. So like say, constant. Progress is good. Progress yeah. is good. Whereas, like, once you get happy, you're like, okay, now what next, right? Yeah. So flourishing is like the constant climbing up a ladder. So this is the second part of the exercise. Okay. Uh, what are three things you will want <laughs> to have done with your life when you're on your deathbed? So maybe this is the other part of it. Yeah. Like that achievement or whatever. Mm -hmm. Ashley, anything? Michael? <laughs> <laughs> anything you want to add? <laughs> Three things you will want to have done with your life when you're on your deathbed. Remember when I emailed you or texted you earlier today to say, how can I prepare? Yeah. That would have been helpful. Well, apparently I should have said it to everybody. <laughs> apparently there's no preparation that I could have prepared. <laughs> uh, I thought it'd be a very fun, spontaneous exercise. Yeah. Um, Feels big. I know it's true. Well, then on this, your deathbed, yeah. yeah. While you're brainstorming, do you want to hear? This is like so. I'm like, Are you it's, gonna share yours? Oh. Yeah. You didn't share your first three. Um, my first three. Uh, if I could do, what are three things that I could do every week, week over week, that would make me happy? Uh, same as Fairman, yoga, movement, but consistently, like mm -hmm. maybe five days a week. Um, time with friends, dinner with friends. And I mentioned this to Davide last week, having a complete meltdown about my children. But I was like, we used to cook dinner together. Every night we would cook dinner together and like, connect and mm -hmm. maybe drink wine maybe not but just like that and like that does not happen consistently okay. ever so time with friends movement cooking dinner mm -hmm. all right three things you will want to done with your life when you're on your deathbed and the whole idea is you breathe these bring these things together from one and two so like the things that you're doing week over week month over month mm. And then ultimately, like, what are your ultimate goals? Like, how do those things connect with each other? Um, <laughs> Ashley, 
Are you reading? Are you reading over Jesse's shoulder? <laughs> I appreciate her commitment to the exercise. Thank God for Jesse. Otherwise, Laura would be stabbing at the door and be like, "Why did I even come?" I, I'm like, "I'm yes, I'm so mad." I'm so sorry, so I just was right cool. I'm getting into the exercise. <laughs> So three things you have want to have done with your life when you're on your deathbed. Oh, look at George. She's got a full I feel deep I about know. it. It's, it yeah, feels it's like a commitment. Like, like, I know. We're like, talking about it. We're when memorializing it. It has your name toasted. <laughs> <laughs> this is memorialized in episode 58 of Biscuits I'm going to be listening to it when I'm on my deathbed. My kids will be playing it for me. <laughs> well, while you're while we're talking about this, just to keep things light, do you want to hear five regrets of the dying? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Thanks for saving this for my uh, episode. Um, number one, I wish I worked less. Number two, I wish I spent more time with family and friends. Number three, I wish I allowed myself to be happy. Number four, I wish I lived my own life, not the life others expected of me. And number five, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings top five there's a book actually five all right five regrets okay. of the dying um all right legacy or oh, legacy that was one of mine five things you will have wanted to have done with your life when you're on your deathbed okay I didn't make a mockery of it. I know. Should we start with you? Yeah, you looked at me so disappointed. (laughs) I know now. Never make another joke. Okay. I want to have people say that I made their life better, happier, or I helped them in some way. I want to have inspired someone to be braver or stronger in some way. And I want to know that I always did my best and loved my hardest. Hmm. Good. I like that. Yeah. Jerf. Toast. Well, I'm like still jotting down number three, but oh. I'll go. Now, if you're not ready, are you ready? No. 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 You ready? Oh, yeah. Grandma? She is. All right. Uh, I also have like, legacy. Oh, great. So I have to go after her. <laughs> so I have to go after <laughs> Jesse now? Cool. Go after me, which is not Legacy. Yeah. Leave a legacy of joy and honesty. Just yeah. Go. I didn't know. <laughs> Uh-huh. All right, Make like sure my family is taken care of uh-huh. and cookbooks, recipes. Like anyone who would make the Chipotle yeah. pasta, like remember when Jesse? You know, yeah, good one, good one. She first. Hmm. Yeah, gosh. Okay, I don't. I only have two. Okay, <laughs> I have to turn the That's mic to you because you're too quiet. All right. Well, I want to feel like I've gotten to a place of peace and happiness with myself, mm-hmm. so I can be ready to move on mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and sustain a positive relationship with my boys. I think mm. like as, yeah. as they get older and I'm getting older and, you know, yeah, yeah. They, they are good. still around. Yeah. <laughs> so mine. Yes. Okay. The third one is I'm just going to have to like wing it, but um, I would like to have raised healthy, happy, independent, kind people. So my two babes, right. Uh-huh. To be whoever they want to be. That's what I would... The question is what you want to leave behind. Or Yeah, the, the three things you will have want to have done when you're on your deathbed. Okay. So I've raised these 
to just independent people who can be whoever they want to be as long as they're kind. Um, given more to the world than I've taken, right? So yeah. Um, and then created something, which I don't know what it is. I like art, not very good at it, but I like to do it. So mm -hmm. create something that will be like, people will... Like my owl? Yes. Yeah. Like a masterpiece like of some sort teeth. that like, will be passed yeah. on and people will yeah. think about me. And so whether that's related to social work, therapy, or art or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think those three things. I like this for you. Yeah. It also fits in with your pottery wheels. The new business forever. toast <laughs> that I will be starting after this podcast. Toast. Yep. A pottery barn. <laughs> That'd be incredible. So cute. People had it in their cabinets. Yeah. yeah. So cute. All right. Well, it's a whole line. I yeah. love it. Gosh, commitment. All right. Biscuits. I have, um, I want to leave my kids with some sort of like financial independence, some sort of like legacy business that we've built, um, Davide and I. So that's important. Um, keep family bonds strong. So we have a very like large extended family. Mm -hmm. And like my fear is like, you know, with grandma Mary getting older, like what happens when you don't have that person there anymore? That's like the one bringing everyone together. Um, so keep that family unit strong and then travel the world. Yeah. One of the things I love about talking to my grandma is she's literally mm -hmm. been everywhere and it's <sighs> the stories are amazing. She mm -hmm. always has a great travel story. Um, so I'm going to be able to talk about those those trips go yeah. on. I haven't done nearly enough traveling. I'm going to blame COVID, but yeah. I don't know what it is. Well, COVID it has been going on since you were born. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 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 Look, there's always just make the plans. Right. You know, I heard that there's going to be an RV for sale soon. Yeah. I might be purchasing <laughs> it. <laughs> it. Attach a mower to it. Right. Now. <laughs> We've got all our problems solved. You can drive around. You guys can take trips. It's honestly good that you get through like the, all of the travel demand that's been like pent up and all the crazy travel, and then like next year, yeah, is your year, yeah, to Oof. shine. Yeah. Where do you want to go? I feel like there's a lot of places in the United States. Like, I mean, Montana. I know Utah. Uh -huh. Like. I have never been to the East. I mean, probably further than, I don't know, is New York further than New Jersey or is New Jersey further? <laughs> sure, it's all the, the same. It's all the same. They run together. They run apart. They run together. So I would again. like to go to the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've spent far too much time in Florida, far too much time in Ohio. Uh -huh. okay. so I don't know. Yeah. I see you riding a camel. I have. <laughs> I've ridden a camel. I see that for you. Yeah. Maybe say, you buy one. You can <laughs> <laughs> right, I could be. That could be my something I leave behind. Also, those look like boobs. Oh, those are bullet points. I thought they were bowling balls. I was like nervous once they're bowling. Well, this was fun, Laura. Don't be mad at me just because I made a little fun. I came back strong. You, you know what? We'll talk about it offline. You're like I curious. Said. <laughs> <laughs> 58 final episode. <laughs> toast you wanted. Welcome to your toast in the house. Toast in the <laughs> I didn't need to so fail long, you. So long as we can do it on the road. Yeah.
Obviously, you have an RV. I give you guys one episode tops.